again. I believe you are set this morning. If you know you are ready for God's work, just open your mouth and let's bless the name of the Lord briefly. Let's go ahead and bless the name of the Lord Jesus. We bless you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We celebrate. Mandra Gadush Kebede Gedusa Palanda, Yembre Gedusa Hadalabadusha, Yembre Gedesia Tusha. You alone are worthy to be praised. You are God from beginning till the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You've got times and seasons in your hands. You called for light out of darkness. You don't need a man to be the God you are, but you have chosen to call us your own. You are the God, yes you are, you are God from beginning till the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God. You are God from beginning till the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Lord, we bless and exalt you. Jesus will glorify you. Holy Spirit will reverence you. The Father, we exalt you. Yahweh, we magnify you. Yes, Lord. Be glorified, Elohim. We celebrate your supremacy and your lordship. Yes. There's none like you that will never be any like you. We give you the praise and the glory because you deserve it all. Thank you for your grace that has kept us and keeps keeping us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercies that, that, that is ever new every morning. Yes, Thank you for another time in your presence. We know you are set to do us good today. And our life shall be transformed by your word today. Holy Spirit is your meeting. Take all the glory today. Let Jesus alone be glorified. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right, once again, I want to welcome us. And um, I want to make us know that um, by the grace of God, it's going to be a glorious time. Like I always encourage us, please do well to allow the Holy Spirit to use you as a media evangelist. 
click the like button click the share button um, drop a beautiful comment um, that we encourage somebody to come see what the Lord is doing um, in our meetings amen to Jesus I believe that you've been blessed thus far and today we're going to go into another dimension in our, um, the revelations that the Holy Spirit has been given to us amen to Jesus alright so we are on restoration to restore all things and we have been on um, the, the place of um, the place and power of effectual fervent prayer in restoration this is the third part of this place and power of effectual fervent prayer in restoration alright so today we, we learned um, some two days ago that there are seven definitions for um, effectual fervent the word effect the phrase effectual fervent is one word in uh, the Greek and is the word energy where the, that's the root word for the word energy praise God forevermore and so effectual fervent prayer is uh, is energy prayers energetic is energetic prayer Amen. I understood um, seven definitions they gave for effective fervent prayer, and uh, we are going to be looking at um, the third one today. Amen to you. Yes. And we are looking at um, the third one, which is prayer that has and gives effect. Prayer that has and gives effect. Prayer that has effect, and prayer that gives effect. Now, uh, we learned um, um, yesterday that number one, prayer works. Number two, prayer is work. And number three, prayer works for us. We don't work for it. Amen. One prayer is work. Number two, prayer is work. Number three, prayer works for us in the work. We understood that the person who works for us in the place of prayer is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one who does the work of prayer for us. Amen to Jesus. And we're not, we're not to work for prayer. Um, prayer is actually meant to work for us. That's why you don't go with the mentality, I'm going to work out this prayer. No, 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 no. Prayer actually works for us. That's why you must understand the place of the future of fervent prayer. So you don't go wasting your energies and wasting your, 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 your time doing what is futile. Amen to Jesus. If you can pray a future fervent prayer for one minute, you produce more results than somebody who went to um, ex um, uh, spend his time um, shouting and maybe jumping and crying for another three hours. Are we together? So understanding is important in the place of prayer. When we have understanding, prayer becomes very, very enjoyable, very, very fruitful, very, very resultful. Amen to Jesus. Now in our previous lessons, we learned, lesson we learned that as seen in the above scripture, Romans 8 verse 26, the Holy Spirit works the work of prayer for us because we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. That means to say, we are not able to make prayer to God in the right way. Number one, number two, we do not know how to pray as we should. Number three, we do not know how we should pray. And then number four, um, the way of prayer is not known to us. Are we together? Praise God. And so because of that, prayer is basically the work of the Holy Spirit for us. He knows how to pray. He knows the deep things of the Father. He knows the secrets of the Father. He knows the will of the Father. And since he's the one who knows it, he does prayer in the perfect way for us. Amen to Jesus. And um, 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 we must um, um, recognize his presence. We must depend on him. We must be conscious of his prayer work. We must depend on his prayer work. And we must express his prayer work. Amen. By praying the language of the Spirit. Praise God. Now, uh, we also learned that the way of prayer is the way of the Spirit called the groanings and the size of the Spirit. That made us understand that we did a teaching, um, um, we did a teaching in church. That was just this Sunday. And it was, um, the, the teaching was um, um, the, um, the Spirit of Adoption. Um, and it had to do with um, the Holy Spirit crying, Abba Father in us. Please go to that teaching. It's very, very powerful. It's very eye-opening. In fact, while teaching that teaching, the Holy Spirit was releasing a lot of things that were not in my notes. And I learned a great deal. You see, the beauty, the beauty about the 
the, 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 the teaching ministry and I'm being a student of the world is that you learn on the job, you continuously learn. Amen. And I, and I appreciate God for that privilege to always learn. Please get that teaching. It's going to bless your life. Grace Life Komi, um, um, our online radio, Grace Life Komi, on Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast. Just go there, you get it. And there are many more teachings there that will bless your life. Amen to Jesus. All right. And now uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go for that to study um, uh, another definition of effectual fervent prayer, which is um, the prayer that gives effect and prayer that has effect. Amen to Jesus. So now we'll begin to, in, 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 in the context of this study, we'll, get, we'll ask some questions and we'll have answers to these questions. The first one is, what is a prayer that has and gives effect? Amen. Number two, what effect does prayer have and give? Are we together? And then number three, what can prayer um, um, what can the prayer of um, effectual prayer, prayer, what's the effect that this prayer can give? Amen. Now, what, number one, what is a prayer that has effect? Number two, what effect does the prayer, effectual um, 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 prayer, um, give? And number three, what can this prayer, you know, give? Amen to Jesus. All right, now uh, we are looking at what is a prayer that has and gives effect? What is a prayer? That has and give effect. Um, in order to know what a prayer that has and give effect is, we would uh, first know the, what the word effect means. Amen to Jesus. So we we'll study what the word effect means um, because um, we are students and we need to know the meaning of words for us to be able to get clarity into this. Now, the Merriam Webster Dictionary defines the word effect as number one, a change that results when something is done or when something happens. Now, that was an event, a condition. Or a state of affairs that is produced by a cause. Are we together? Number two, a particular feeling or mood created by something. Number three, an outward sign or appearance. Number four, an accomplishment or a fulfillment. Number five, power to bring about a result, influence. Amen to Jesus. Now, in this study, we'll just be able to answer only. The first question, which is, what is a prayer that has and gives effect? Amen to Jesus. We're able to study that today because it's quite lengthy. Now, so, a prayer that has and gives effect is a prayer that, number one, has and gives a change when it is done. It has a change factor in it, and it gives a change when it is done. Now, so, um, if a change is not done, then the prayer, future for prayer has not been done. Amen. Now, effectual for prayer has in it the power of change. And it must change things to the will of God when it is made. Are we together? How do you know you are praying an effectual foreign prayer? It changes things to the will of God. Are you getting me? Why? Because it it, it has the power of change. Now, prayer on its own can change any, anything. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, um, most of the time when we pray, some of the times we are thinking, we are looking at things changing. But some of the times when we pray, God is actually changing us. I'm talking from experience. Over the years of prayers, um, the things some of the times do not change, but God changes me. And when He changes me, I actually change my approach and my response to things. Some of the times, what God wants to change is you. Majority of the time, what God wants to change is you and I, not the things around us. Are you getting what I'm saying? When we are changed to the will of the Father, are we together? Then we are able to change the things around us. Some of the times, the things may not change, but because we are changed, it now looks as though there is a change. Amen to Jesus. Praise God. Alright, now, if prayer is made and nothing changes to God's will, then it's not effectual. It's not effectual. So this is the key factor you have to be looking at. When I pray, 
do things change the will of God? Am I changing to the will of God? Or are the things around me changing to the will of God? Are we together? Amen. This means that when we need to change things from their present state to the will of God, we engage effectual fervent prayer. Whenever we need to change things from their present state to the will of God, what do we do? We engage effectual fervent prayer. That's what you engage. Um, um, I, I believe in people who say they are change agents. But I'll I tell you something. I believe in change that comes by prayers. Because the change that comes by prayer, they are revolutionary. To be a change agent in the kingdom of God, you must be a man, a woman of effectual fervent prayer. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, effectual fervent prayer changes things and people to the state of restoration to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? It changes people and things to the state of restoration to God. So people first and then things around. Now one of the problems we have is that some of the times we want things to change but we don't want us to change. <laughs> Amen. And when you get into the place of effectual fervent prayer, what God act, the, 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 the person that God actually changes is you and I before you start changing things. Yeah. And most of the time because we are not ready for change. Now, the truth is that as human beings, we, we, we want change but we fear change. We actually want change. Our innermost being is wired to desire change. From childhood, you see that the child keeps seeking change. Change, change. When the child, is, when the child messes up his diaper, what does he do? He cries for a change. Change, change. The child wants change. And then you see that um, the child begins to change by what? The, 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 the tooth begins to grow. In the teething process, there's a fever. You have to give um, give a, a, a medication to calm down the fever. Fever, and then some of them they have to even use um, the teething um, toy to to bite so that the the, 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 the the pains that come from the teething is not so much. Now the child desires the pain change. Amen. But the child wants the change. But some of the times, when the change comes, it comes to some um, situation. So you see that the child begins to cry in the process of change. Are we together? We won't change naturally, but we naturally we also fear change. And that's the reason why most of us do not do not engage in the effect of fire prayer because we are afraid of the change that's to give to us. But I tell you, child of God, that change that effect of fire prayer gives to you is a real change you need. It's a real change I need. It's a real change we need. Are you getting what I'm saying? Alright, and that's the restoration of all things to God. Elijah, a case study, prayed earnestly, which is, you know, we learned that earnest prayer is actually the Old Testament operation of um, effectual fervent prayer. Amen to Jesus. Now, why did he pray earnestly? He prayed earnestly because he wanted to change the state of idolatry in Israel and restore them back to God, which finally what happened. Is that not so? He cried, he prayed earnestly because he wanted a change. And what was the change? The change was a change for restoration. People, the people should be restored back to God. You see, many of us cry change, 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 change. Uh, I'm not against the change mantra. But if the change mantra is not targeted at restoring the people back to God, then it's a change mantra that will give you a change that you don't desire. Because there are different kinds of changes. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, when somebody pours acid on a person, the person it changes, is that not so? But that's not the kind of change that the person wants. Are you getting me? The change that um, effectual fervent prayer brings is the change that restores all things back to God. Are you getting me? 
Amen. Now, so what's the power of change in the effectual fervent prayer? What's the power of change? The effect of, we've seen that effectual fervent prayer carries the power to change things. What is the power of change resident in the effectual fervent prayer? First Kings chapter 17, verse 1, Elijah, the end passes, Elijah said, according to my word. And Hebrews 4, verse 12 says, So the word of God is quick and powerful. And he goes further to say, and sharper than any two edged sword, and we, we, many of us know it. So I, I don't want to spend time saying, um, quoting the whole scripture. Now, we can see one thing emphasis there. We learned that when Elijah spent, invested time in God's presence, by the time he was coming out, it was not Elijah coming out, it was God coming, Yahweh coming out. And then he came and said, According by my word. So, what is the power of change that makes effectual prayer cause changes? It is what? The word of God. 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 King James says, For the word of God is quick and powerful. The ISV, NHEB, NETWB says, For the word of God is living and active. It has, it has action, it is, in it. It has the potential, the ability, the power to cause change. Are you getting what I'm saying? The word of God is the power of change in effectual fervent prayer that makes things to change. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that was what Elijah came out with. Elijah did not come out with any hocus pocus. Elijah did not come out with any special, in quote, or any other thing. Elijah just came out, he invested time in the place of God's prayer and came out with just the word of God. You may call it just, but that was all he needed to hold the rain for three and a half years. Are you getting it? And that's the same thing we need to cause the change we need. The change power in the effectual form prayer is the word of God. The word of God is the will and purpose of God, and the will and purpose of God is found in his word. Are we together? So, God, so effectual fervent prayer is praying the word of God for the restoration of all things to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praying the word of God. The Bible says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked way and seek, their, their, seek my face, I will hear from heaven and heal the land. When that becomes your basis of prayers, are you get what I'm saying? Then there is power in, the, in your prayer. There's power in your prayer. Pray, in your prayers. We learn scripture says, um, Second Peter says, um, the Lord is not desire that, desires that anyone will perish. But that all we come to repentance. When you pick up those kind of prayer, do we can pick up those scriptures and take them to the place of prayer? Your prayer is carrying a change power and it will bring changes to humanity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. So now um the word of God is a change power in prayer. Like I always say, when you carry when you go to the place of prayer without the word of God. It's like carrying an Israeli machine gun. I, I saw it once and I was like, wow, this is a machine gun. Carrying an Israeli machine gun without bullets. It's highly sophisticated, but highly harmless. Why? Because it lacks what? What it needs to, co to, to cause changes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Prayer without the word of God is a highly sophisticated machine gun that is highly powerless. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's why we must go with God's word for the restoration of all things that are going to the place of prayer. Alright, praise God forevermore. Now when I still second you that uh, um, prayer that has and gives effect is a prayer that creates a feeling or mood. Now we've understood that it's a prayer that um, creates a change. Now number two is that it's a prayer that creates a feeling or mood. Amen. Alright, now um, every, everything creates a feeling and mood. 
an effectual fervent prayer is not ex exempted from the list. Everything you do creates a feeling or a mood. Is it that it's creating a happy mood or a sad mood, a happy feeling or a sad feeling? You cannot have a middle feeling. I get what I'm saying. When they, even when people say they are indifferent, they are actually sad. <laughs> Amen to Jesus. Indifference is the uh, is is accumulation of sadness. <laughs> it's sadness that has piled up to the extent that I say, come on, I've become too sad that I'm sad, I'm sad of being sad. Are you getting me? So that's what they call indifference. So it's sadness that has piled up. So is that you're happy or you are sad? Is that you are joyful or you are sorrowful? That's life. There is no middle point in life. So everything in life creates a mood and creates um, a, a feeling. Amen to Jesus. So now, uh, uh, a, a major sign to know that one has prayed an effectual fervent prayer is the mood and feeling one feels during the prayers and after the prayers. Are you getting me? There is a mood and feeling you have during the prayer and after the prayer. See, um, these are things we need to take note of because the church has to come to this point. Because we are beginning to take the world for Christ, take the nations for Christ. And we have to understand these things so we can carry out the mandate of Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, what is the feeling and the mood we have during prayers? During effectual fervent prayer. The feeling and mood we have during effectual fervent prayer is the same that Jesus had at Gethsemane. It's the same Jesus had at what? Gethsemane. Mark chapter 14, verse 34 to 35. It says, and said unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. You can see, he went to pray. But there was a feeling and a mood he had before he went to pray. What was the feeling and mood? He said, My soul is what? Exceeding sorrowful unto death. So what is the feeling and mood you, we have during effectual fervent prayer? It's exceeding soul. It's a burden. That is the kind of burden that John Knox took to the place of prayer. Lord, give me Scotland or I die. Lord, souls are perishing. People are killed anyhow. Lives are being destroyed. Destinies are being wasted. People are going to hell by the day, by the second. That is the feeling and the mood you take to the place of prayer for your prayer. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's an exceeding sorrow, a burden that is so heavy that some of the time it makes you cry while praying. Uh, you get what I'm saying? I get what I'm saying? A burden for humanity, a burden for so. See, if you have lost the burden for humanity, there's something wrong with you. If as a Christian, as a Christian, as a child of God, you have lost the burden for humanity, there's something wrong with you, fundamentally wrong. I get what I'm saying? And that's where we have to bring it back in the church. It's like there's something getting wrong with us. We are losing the burden for humanity. How can you explain a, 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 a nation where they kill people, they massacre people, and not they just think that's a normal thing? Have we become psychopaths? People are dying and going to hell, we don't care. People are living in sin. We don't care. People are languishing. We don't care. People are dying in poverty. People are dying in, 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 in hunger. We don't care. There's something wrong. We are becoming spiritual psychopaths. Because only psychopaths, I don't care where people are dying. I can't be going to hell and we don't care any longer. All we are careful about is me, myself, my, my, me, myself and I. Me, my family. God bless me. God bless me. God give me. God give me. God give me. 
sent to hell. Your brother is on his route to, on his way to hell. I'm not even saying let's go far. Your brother is on his way to hell. Your neighbor is on his way, and you are all you care for about is me, myself, and I. Oh, there's, 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 there's a psychological, spiritual psychopathism affecting the church today. Effectual family prayer carries the burden of exceeding sorrowfulness. You enter it weeping for souls. People are perishing, weeping for souls, weeping for souls. You are, you are burdened, you are exceeding sorrowful. It begins with anger sometimes and it enters into sorrow. Something is wrong. Something has to be done. Why should this be happening? Why? Lord, no! <laughs> until that passion, until we enter that realm of exceeding sorrow, Elijah entered it, Jesus entered it. Until we enter that realm, we cannot pray a fetcher of heaven prayers. We'll be praying, no, but not a fetcher of heaven prayer. I get what I'm saying, and that's the mood that that is that is that is that we get when we enter there. Are we together? That's what we get when we enter there. The man of God said once he was watching a program of a particular man of God um, in, in his television in, in his panel, and he, he put off the light and he was watching the crusade, and he saw how people and he saw how people were on wheelchairs, people were on wheelchairs coming out. Coming out, jumping up with jumping out of wheelchairs, people were getting healed, people were getting saved, miracles were happening, and he began to cry. And he began to cry. And somebody walked into it. and he began to say, Lord, Lord, Lord. And somebody and and, 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 and Jesus walked into his room and touched him. And then he, he, he impacted him for the world. And then on that he had an eternal long vision. And he saw souls with bodies, with pains, groaning, crying, they were weeping, they were tortured. He said that he began to cry. And pray and say, God, who will deliver these ones? And then the mandate was given to him. My brother, my sister, you don't need to be to have to run a denomination or run a ministry before you can carry this body. I get what I'm saying. You don't need to do that before you can carry this body. If every one of us carry, I said something, I said, imagine if they had 10 Elijah's in his time. They were other prophets, they were over 7,000. They were named as they were grouped as God grouped them as over 7,000. <laughs> But God <laughs> segmented, um, uh, uh, set aside Elijah. Why? Body, exceeding sorrow for Israel. I don't want to be among the over 7,000 that nobody will recognize. Amen. I don't want to be among the sons of the prophet that will be heading Elijah when he comes back in Mantu. No! I want to be that Elijah of my time. To be segmented, and I believe that is what is also happening to you too. You don't need to be a puppet preacher, you don't need to be a, a, a the founder of a ministry or a pastor. No, we are talking about the called that choose to be chosen, that choose to migrate from being called to being chosen in their workplace, in their business place, in entertainment, in industry. Wherever they are, they carry an exceeding sorrow and say, Lord, this mountain occupy, I must sanitize it. In politics, in government, politics is dirty. Who made it dirty? You are a child of God. Carry alum and put inside the dirty water. <laughs> do fractional distillation for the water. At least if you cannot do fractional distillation, if that is too uh, complicated for you, uh, for put alum. Boil it. Why 
you boil it, you put a lump, you boil it. Then when I was in secondary school, we used to, in my secondary school, we had serious water problem. One time we had to go and, there was no water in the borehole, we had to go to the stream to fetch water. I was, we were literally fetching brown water. The water was brown. Brown. And so when we fetch the water, we put it in the bucket and then we put alum. Alum, we, 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 we attract the dirt and the dirt we settle. And then we now see it gently so we can get clean water. So I'm not giving my spirits. If politics is dirty, child of God, go there and put along. Then see it. After you see it, at least we have had a good progress. Then you cannot start going into other purifying measures. Who will purify it, not me and you? But this, the key is exceeding soul. When the exceeding soul enters into you and you enter the place of prayer, I am not Something will change. Amen. Something will change. Amen. And this is what we are crying for. In business. There's no more integrity. They say it's business. Now the definition of business is deceive people. The definition of business is fraud. The definition of business is uh, no integrity. That's the definition of business now. Ah, but you are there. I am there. See, we have left this stupid ministry thing. We are talking about Jesus in the marketplace. Jesus on all the mountains. Who will take him there if we don't take him there? Who will restore all things if we don't restore? Who are you waiting for to do it? Your pastor. Your pastor. Who are you waiting for to speak in parliament? Your pastor is not the parliament, uh, uh, parliamentary whatsoever. Who are you waiting for to speak in assembly? He's not an actual assembly member. Who are you waiting for to speak in assembly? He's not a senate member. So what is the problem? You are the one to go there and speak. Let's all be praying for you here. But you have to carry that exceeding soul eh, in the place of prayer. Why I back you up? Why we back you up? You carry it. And when you pray with that sorrow, what happens next? The next thing is the feeling that comes after prayer. The feeling and mood we have after effectual family prayer is same Jesus had at Gethsemane after he prayed. Look at the same Mark chapter 14, verse 42. He says, Jesus told them, Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayed me, betrayed me is at hand. What was this feeling? This feeling was boldness. He had prayed for three hours. And you know, okay, this is the will of the Father. All right, line up, let's go. Let's go and face it. Are you gonna say? Let's go and face the battle squarely. Boldness and courage to meet the demands that answer to prayer brings. Are you gonna say? The feeling you have and the mood you have after effective of prayer is you have boldness and courage. It's a mood, it's a feeling. You have boldness and courage to meet the demands and exceed the demands that the answer to your prayer brings. Are you gonna say? Because after you pray, it will bring demands on you. Are <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, prayer. Eventually, for a prayer, I must bring demands. You cannot say I finished prayer and there's nothing else to do. No, there's something you have to do. Are you understand what I'm saying? As a ministry, the Lord has been us to pray for revival in this nation and the nations of the earth. For like, how many months have we been running now? About, about three months have we been running, or over three months we've been running. The demand is heavy, but we are running. The demands are heavy. What, I've been do, what I'm doing, is, it seems like it is I, even I only, Elijah. It's heavy. But I'm going, why? Because there are demands. After you are praying the federal prayer, there are demands. There are demands. There are, and you must meet and exceed the demands. So when you are through praying, what happens is that God gives you the boldness and courage to meet it. Jesus told him, let's go. The person that betrayed me has come. Let's go. Let me go and go and face this matter. I've finished dealing with it. Let me go and face it. I get up saying. Some of us, it's time to go and face the, 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 the matter in, in Parliament. It's time to go and face the matter in Senate. 
It's time to go and face the matter in, in House of Assembly. It's time to go and face the matter in judiciary. It's time to go and face the matter in government. It's time to face the matter in, 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 in business, in entertainment. Everywhere we are, it's time to go and face the challenge. I get what I'm saying? Pray. Let the soul. How can you be? How can you be comfortable with the status quo? I don't forget that word. When I, I, I read a book some years ago, and in the whole book, the only thing I remember is status quo. <laughs> status quo. <laughs> What's meaning of status quo? It's a Latin word that uh, that means this mess that we are in. How can we be comfortable with the status quo in the world today? How can Christians be comfortable with the status quo? They will tell us to, to do this, we'll do it. They tell us to do that, we'll do it. The, the one that it takes for the church, and the church is comfortable. Whereas the Bible says that the matter of the Lord shall be exalted above every mountains. And many shall trip on it and say, Come, let us then, let us go to the God of, uh, of, uh, of Israel, let us learn of his ways. And scripture says, Seven women shall cling to the to the skirt of one man. Are you understand what I'm saying? There's something wrong. There's an evil. As Ecclesiastes says, Slaves are riding on horses, princes are trekking. We are the ones meant to be determined the operations of the earth. Yes. We are the ones. The church is to be exalted. Why are we not exalted? Because no effectual fervent prayer. We are praying no man upon no effectual fervent prayer. We are kings. We are queens that we fear our prayer. We are the. We are the. They can't fear it any longer. I know the funny things. We are miserable because we go to government house, go to political meetings, and at the end of the day, they say we went. They invited us. We went to advise them. Let me tell you the truth. These um, government personnel, they love everybody. <laughs> as I listen to you as a uh, minister, because they are listening to Imam, they are listening to to uh, traditional, they are listening to everybody. And they wait and they see the one that, that satisfies them as on their self, you know, and then they implement it. So you say, I've been advising the analysis to me. Who told you that you, they, need, they need your advice? You will find you're the one who forced yourself on them. I get what I'm saying. But let me tell you, John the Baptist was in the wilderness. Pharisees came to meet him. Government officials came there to meet him. It's time for us to enter that wilderness experience back. Yes. So that they will come and start meeting us. Amen. And he comes in the place of Ephesians for prayer. How do we get exceeding sorrow for about the mess that we are in? In our nations. In the earth. Nothing will change. When we get exceeding sorrowful, and we enter prayer, believe you me, child of God. We will come out with boldness and we begin to make some dangerous declarations and they'll be seeing it happen. Elijah was exceeding sorrowful. Came out and made declaration. It happened. He went. I got, I've said it three and a half years. See you in three and a half years time. Ah! Hey! Masha, that is what we are looking for. That's what we are crying for. Jesus, after Elijah gave three and a half years, Jesus prayed for three hours. After three hours, he came, let, let us go. I'm going to face the, the challenge and overcome it. I've already got one. You know what? When you pray in the place of a city sorrow, actually, I, like I always make um, teach and make us understand that Jesus actually died in Gethsemane. The Bible says his sweat became a steel blown. I don't want to go into that analysis. We did it in one of our teachings. You can go there. Now, he actually died in Gethsemane. When he died in Gethsemane, he came. Physic, it came out of Gethsemane to just fulfill all righteousness. Are you getting what I'm saying? I finish it. it when you have, when you go into the place of prayer with exceeding sorrow, and you can finally come out of the place of prayer with exceeding sorrow, you have actually defeated the challenge there. So when you come out, you come to just fulfill all righteousness physically. Are you understand what I'm saying? So you encounter exceeding sorrow, sorrowfulness in a place of prayer, and come out with exceeding boldness and courage. <laughs> 
and then you deal with the challenge. Number three, he said that um, um, prayer that has and gives effect creates an outward, outward sign and appearance of glory. John 18 verse 16. John 18 verse 6 says, As soon as soon then as he has said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Now one of the effects of effectual fervent prayer is that when the one who prays is done, the glory that cannot be understood or withstood comes on him or not. And this is evident in Jesus. When he was done with praying in Gethsemane, the soldiers friend, well, he told them he's the one you were seeking. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> See, that's the beauty I want this to know. He finished the prayer. When he came, they said, okay, who do you see? They say, we see Jesus of Nazareth. They say, I'm the one. They fell backward. The glory that was on him did what? It was too powerful for them to what? Withstand. The glory that came on him in the place of effectual for prayer. Because that glory, it was, it, 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 it is not the one I have been carrying all along. Are you get what I'm saying? It's the one he built, Ayanbo Shaka, in that three hours. The, he needed that glory to go and solve the challenge of the cross. Are you get what I'm saying? There is a glory that you need to affect your exceeding boldness and courage. Are you get what I'm saying? And Bible says, Jesus, Seeing the glory ahead of the cross, he despised the shame. But let me tell you something. He took a glory to the cross. Are you get what I'm saying? That shame of the cross, there was a glory that he took to the cross that even made the shame of the cross look like rubbish. That was why he could even see the glory ahead of the cross. Because of the glory he took from Gethsemane. That glory, the first people that fed him part of the glory were the soldiers. He hit them. They fell backward. Are you get what I'm saying? When you come out of the place of effectual fervent prayers, you come out to the glory. As you come out to the glory, the glory will hit people around you. Amen. It will hit the systems. Amen. It will hit the environment. Amen. Oh, Father, take us to this place. Amen. Take us to this place of glory. Where as we come out, systems will, be, will, will move backward for us. Amen. People will move backward for us. Jesus built it in a place of prayer. We will build it in a place of prayer. That's how we build it. With the word of restoration of all things. With exceeding soul. We'll pray it. We'll pray it. We'll pray it. We'll pray it. And then we'll come out to this glory. Number four, we understood that a, a prayer that gives effect accomplishes or fulfills the will of God. As seen in the life of Jesus, when he was done praying effectual fervent prayers, he accomplished and fulfilled the, the will of God because he was empowered to do so. This is what effectual fervent prayer does for us. It empowers us to fulfill the will of God. Are ah, you getting what I'm saying? See, somebody is there looking at and listening to me and he's saying, Pastor, I'm, I'm trusting God to cause a change in my society. My brother, my sister, go into the place of Effectual fervent prayer. Prayer that causes changes. With the word of God. See, if your desire is to create, make a name, you have gotten it wrong. That's the wrong passion. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, number two, if your desire is to make money, you have gotten it wrong. Like they say, like a um, business, real business consultant will tell you, you don't go into business to make money. If you go into business to make money, you lose the business, you lose the money. 
If you want to really succeed in business, you go into business to, to, to solve a problem. When you go in to solve a problem, then you will solve the problem and you get the money. But not the problem with today, 90% of the people that are going to business are going to make money. That's how you tell you, how long will somebody be waiting? How long will somebody be <laughs> That's how people cheat and lie. Because you went in there to make money. Are you getting me? I've been in ministry for 12 years. I didn't go into ministry to make money. And I'm not in ministry to make money. And I will not remain in ministry to make money. I'm in ministry to solve problems. That's why my, my, the, the teachings that the Lord gives me are not the conventional ones. Are you get what I'm saying? And I've been here for 12 years and I'm not under a salary. Are you get what I'm saying? I, I, you can say I run my meetings without raising offerings. Are you get what I'm saying? But I'm still here. Why? Because I'm here to solve a problem. I'm here to create a change. And my passion was not to create a change when I went in. Are you get what I'm saying? Or as it were to create a change for to, to make a name for myself. My passion was just to fulfill the will of God. When your passion is to fulfill the will of God, are you get what I'm saying? A change will emerge. But when your passion is to make a change, to make a name, you will not create a change. So when the passion is the will of God, you know what happens? You discover that you accomplish the will of God, and by accomplishing the will of God, you create a what? A change. So, bottom line, what is the will of God concerning my, my family, concerning my society, concerning my, 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 where I live, my area, my, wherever, my nation? What is the will of God? Are you get what I'm saying? Now, most of us have mixed understanding about the will of God for our societies, our nations. Are you get what I'm saying? But I believe it's time for us as individuals to begin to, begin to know the will of God for our nations. Are you getting me? And then begin to pray the will of God for nation from scriptures, from scriptures, from scriptures. Not from hearsay or human ideologies. Are you getting me? From scriptures. Effectual for in prayer always accomplishes and fulfills the will of God. Amen. And then number five. Prayer that has effect has the power to bring about God's desires, results, and influence. It has the power to bring about what God's desires, God's desired result and influence. Luke 11 verse 2. It says, And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Thy will in heaven, let it be done on earth. Jesus taught his disciples to pray for the kingdom of God to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. When this happens, God's desired result and influence is made manifest on the earth. When the kingdom of God is made manifest on earth, the, the influence of God is made manifest on earth. The kingdom is the, the, the rule and domain of a king. It basically, we did a teaching on, 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 on the kingdom of God in one of our series on knowing the, the, the words and the life of Jesus. We did a teaching on the kingdom of God. And when I saw that kingdom in the ancient week basically did not have to do with the geographical location, but it had to do with the rule and the reign of what? Of a king. That means it's basically about the king. So, the kingdom of God coming to earth means the rule and reign of God coming to earth. The influence of Yahweh on the earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? And how can the influence be felt? When we enforce it in the place of prayer with exceeding soul and then we come out of prayer with exceeding courage and boldness to, to, to meet the demands 
that our prayer will bring to us. I get what I'm saying. I understand it. Now, so when all of this happened by prayer, such prayer has and gives effects. Thus, it is effectual and fervent. My brothers, my sisters, this is the kind of prayer that we need now. That's what the Church of Jesus did now, because I tell you like never before, there is a need for the influence of Yahweh to be felt on the earth. There is a need for the rule and reign of Yahweh to be felt on the earth. And there's no other means by which to be felt other than the means of prayer and we effecting the prayer. I believe somebody there, he has understood something, she has understood something, and you want to pray. But before we pray, I want to leave as many under the sound of my voice who have listened, who have listened and who will yet listen to this teaching, who do not know Jesus as a Lord and person, as I want to make that decision. Please, I, I, I encourage you to say this prayer to me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you died and resurrected for me. And on Calvary Street, you shed your blood to remove my sins. Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. I make you my Lord and personal sinner. Because you chose me, I choose to serve you and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who has prayed this prayer. I thank you for receiving them, the beloved. Thank you for empowering them to serve and follow you the days of their lives. In the name of Jesus. Now, you want to pray with me and pray this prayer. Say, in the name of Jesus, I receive grace to pray prayers that have and give effect. Open your mouth and pray. Means umbri atasi balande libashua talanda nabasha. Rembregi dosi brakato zibalande nebeliato sabaladi akadusa. Elialandi landa lialanatua. Elelegede belebedu dalabanuanda. Embri gadusa biga diada deiswa. Rembri gadada badua receive grace to pray prayers that have and give resulting effect. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we receive grace. Yes, Lord. To pray effectual, fervent prayers. Amen. Prayer that have and give effect. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. we maximize the grace. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I pray for prayer for, for everyone personally, sound my voice. 
Let our prayer life be focused right. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray for everyone sick. Let the healing power rest upon them. Amen. And let sicknesses be dematerialized. Amen. Let sicknesses be destroyed. Amen. Let infirmities, the spirit of infirmities be cast out now. Amen. Let breakthroughs and miracles happen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you once again for your time. God bless you. Grace to you. See you tomorrow.